Hello, everyone, and welcome to Consumer Watchdog's Rage for Justice Report, our weekly conversation about the current issues we're exposing, confronting, and changing. I'm your host, Carmen Bolivar, Executive Director of Consumer Watchdog. Thanks for joining us. And our guest this week is Mike Maddock, a voice you will recognize, Consumer Watchdog's Sacramento Council and lobbyist, and an old hand at the tricks and traps of his trade in the Capitol. Uh, Welcome, Mike. It's good to be here, Carmen. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, So we thought this week, uh, given that the legislature just reopened last week, uh, that it'd be a good time to talk about what was going on in the Capitol and specifically uh, legislation that passed a key committee last week that would raise insurance rates on homeowners and gut the the state's insurance consumer protections um, enacted in Proposition 103. Um, so uh, that bill, uh, AB 2167, purportedly responds to the wildfire crisis, but in fact uh, would give uh, the insurance industry something they've been looking for a long time, which is an end run around consumer protections. But, but Mike, maybe we start with just what's going on at the Capitol, because it's weird times up there like everywhere else, um, I think and so. they've totally upended how they do things. Yeah, they are. I mean, it's uh, it's the trying to live under the the uh, you know the the issue of co- the COVID nineteen, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's a uh, trying to have a video conferencing, have call-ins for committees, and basically, poor AT and T was overwhelmed at the hearing and was cutting off testimony that was being called in, and uh, accidentally or intentionally on my part, I'm not quite sure, um, but I would I would venture that. Uh, uh, they are trying hard to keep the social distancing, to deal with uh, issues that are important and critical. Um, and I know the governor and the, the leadership in both houses have directed the staff and the committee chairs to work together to just put forth bills that are critical for uh, the state of California uh, and keeping us afloat as we go into this period of being in you know a couple hundred million uh, in debt and trying to fight this uh, COVID virus and save lives. So it has been a, a trial and error, a lot of error, a lot of good trying, <laughs> but but a lot, of, a lot of error. Well, yeah. And the, um, the hearing that we're talking about that we'll get to in just a second was um, uh, held somewhere which has never been done before on the chamber floor of the state assembly. Uh, so the 14 or so committee members could sit uh, more than six feet apart, and witnesses were in another room, or as you said on the phone, Mike. So it's a it's a very different reality. But nonetheless, the business of this state is still going on, and mm-hmm. one of those is juice committees and favors for the industry uh, that uh, that feed those committees. So, make, Mike, that tell us about the hearing and and AB twenty one sixty seven, which is uh, legislation sponsored by. Orange County Assemblyman Tom Daly, uh, that was a real giveaway to the insurance industry. Yeah, Carmen, like I was mentioning, that this was supposed to be just critical bills necessary for to keep California afloat and operational. And this bill is absolutely a what we call in the in the, tr- the trade a juice bill. This was hatched by the insurance uh, uh, industry. It's something they've been trying to do since 1988 when Proposition 103 was. Uh, created and passed by the voters is to find a, a, a way to get the camel's nose under the tent. 
Uh, this bill tries to drive a Mack truck through the tent. And it's just an amazing scenario where it's it's the unlawful usurpation of the, the authority that the Californians have given an elected insurance commissioner. And as you noted, uh, notwithstanding the bill's intent, what was this just voluminous uh, uh, kind of a dissertation on climate change and and homeowners. It does absolutely nothing to address climate change. Doesn't require insurance companies to renew homeowners policies or protect communities in any way against wildfires or or that stuff that happens post wildfires. You know when people can't get their claims adjusted property and there's there's those abuses from the insurance industry that are plaguing so many Californians as they're trying to rebuild their homes. So it's just another attempt by the insurance industry to escape any accountability that the California voters imposed on them when, when they enacted Prop 103. And as you know, it's been going on now for, for 30 years and, and 40 years and how many years it's been since 1988 because coronavirus has obviously impacted my, my mathematical skills. But, <laughs> but, but the, the, the key of, of, of 2167 is to eliminate the pre-approval that the insurance commissioner has over rates when the insurance industry tries to just raise rates, they have to justify them to the insurance commissioner. And it's subject to public intervention by concerned citizens and, and consumer groups. It's kind of like the, the healthcare industry now. There's no check on them. They can raise their rates 20 percent, 30 percent, and there's no way to check them. Under Prop 103, it gives the insurance commissioner and the consumer groups the ability to check them, to say, okay, you want to raise rates, now prove you need to raise these rates. Show us where you, you need to raise rates. And, and they can't do that. So this is their, net, their latest chance. They're trying to take advantage of a crisis. And, and you know, I mean, the insurance industry, they, they never miss a chance to exploit a good, a good crisis. <laughs> well, and, and, and the hard numbers behind this push uh, are the campaign contributions uh, that make the Assembly Insurance Committee a juice committee. Um, this bill passed out of committee last week, 14 to zero. Is it, yeah. Am I right in that vote Absolutely. count? Absolutely. And the number that goes along with that is the $183,000 that Tom Daly, the chair of that committee and author of this bill, received from the insurance industry in the last election cycle, and the $1.1 million uh, that members of the committee received overall from the insurance industry in the last cycle. So this was uh, part and parcel uh, of a, um, a long-standing practice in the industry where well-heeled interests give money to the committee that regulates them, and that committee then in turn carries legislation to help them out. So um, especially, I mean, really especially disappointing at this time when we should be focusing on crises in the state, not a way to give uh, a special interest industry what they've been looking for for the last three decades. Um, so so maybe, uh, Mike, the, the other thing we should do is just... Um, talk about the fact that at the end of the day, even though this was a massive giveaway to the insurance industry, it's a huge waste of time. It's a, <laughs> it's a waste of time and treasure because it is an illegal amendment to Proposition 103. Yeah, I mean, why would you pass something that you know is illegal? Because the, the key element of this is that anything that would be passed has to be passed by a two-thirds vote 
of both houses, and it has to further the purposes of Prop 103. There's nothing in this that furthers the purposes of Prop 103. There, I mean, nothing that says that, 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 uh, that it's to fight any type of discrimination and it has to be fair and equitable, not a thing. It is just that giant giveaway. So, you know, when, when you have the insurance industry clearly getting their way, because it's, it's 14 to nil vote. 14-0 is a big vote on any. I, I was in the, the building and a, as a chief counsel in that committee for five years. I never had a bill that went out like that that was so controversial. It had <laughs> such the opposition. It's just and, and the insurance committee itself is acting as advocates for the insurance industry, which I find to be just, you know, not only unbelievable, but pretty offensive when, when you think about it. And then as you tie in the, the money element to this, you noted that the millions of dollars, that's one cycle. These guys are going to be sitting on that committee for four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, what, 12 years. That's the, that's the term limit now. So you multiply that one cycle times uh, six, if we're talking about a two-year session, that's almost real money. Hmm. And, and, and of course, because this bill is an illegal amendment to Prop 103, what that means is voters said, okay, we want to regulate rates. If the legislature wants to overturn that, they, uh, they can't. Um, and so the, the, the measure that would deregulate homeowners insurance rates violates that, which means this will end up in court, yeah. which means countless hours of uh, state attorney time uh, to defend it in court, all for naught, when we are in a drastic budget crisis. So really irresponsible move uh, from this committee. The silver lining might be uh, that the rest of the legislature uh, will uh, will have a have a more sanguine view of this, and um, uh, the fact that the bill is going to um, the Appropriations Committee next, uh, which is chaired by uh, someone who uh, Lorena Gonzalez, um, who who was trying to carry legislation that would have protected consumers. In, in the homeowners crisis, required insurance companies to actually reward them uh, for making their home safer from wildfire. And that, interestingly, uh, never even got a hearing in committee. So I, I wonder how she uh, will decide to uh, deal with this legislation um, uh, that uh, is coming her to her committee next. Yeah, now we're talking about real politic, right? I mean, you're talking about a legislator who has the support of uh, the professionals at the Department of Insurance and all the consumer groups, the uh, the uh, consumer attorneys, a bill that would do something, which is to help uh, the homeowners if they're going to spend uh, five, ten thousand dollars to harden their homes and clear away the brush, uh, that they, they can be compensated and that the insurance industry uh, would have to uh, give them premium discounts accordingly. Now, there's something that you could get your head around and, and support. That doesn't even get a hearing in Mr. Daly's committee. Um, but this other bill that is a complete giveaway to the insurance industry does. Uh, so, yeah, I could see I could see uh, uh, Ms. Gonzalez saying, you know what? This doesn't make sense to the people of the state of California at a time when we're in a global pandemic and we're going billions of dollars into the in the deficit and we've got people sheltering in place and they're out of work. Um, sure, we should make it easier for the insurance industry to raise costs and uh, on both the people and the state. I don't see that happening, really. I don't think so. 
well, uh, we'll, we'll see what happens with that legislation. Um, uh, the uh, committee hearings are uh, both uh, limited and um, coming soon. So we'll get we'll get an outcome uh, for that bill in her committee soon um, and uh, have more updates for you uh, on the state of the legislature uh, and what they're doing uh, in this crisis for uh, for good and for ill. Um, uh, thanks, Mike, for sharing that with us. Uh, I know we'll have you on to explain the situation up there again soon. Great. Thanks so much. And everybody stay safe. Stay safe, everyone. Thanks for joining us this week on the Rage for Justice Report. Um, as always, you can subscribe to the podcast anywhere you get your favorite podcasts. Um, and go to our website to learn more about this legislation, uh, the insurance commissioner's opposition, consumer group's opposition at www.consumerwatchdog.org. Thanks for joining us.